Welcome to St. Augustine this evening. It is Wednesday, January the 10th. The Mike Davis Show. We're here. We're back. Uh, sorry we were out the last two days. I had to take a daughter to the airport in Orlando. And if you've ever dropped someone off at the airport <laughs> and had them call a minute and a half later and tell you their flight has been potentially moved or canceled, uh, it's quite the fun trip circling back around the airport. Um, but she did get to where she's going or almost there a day and a half. Well, 48 hours later. She's still not there. She's traveling around the world to Australia, but she's almost there. And then yesterday, uh, I'll, I'll give that story after we do reads and make a little bit of money <laughs> because I, I have to defend ourselves from uh, some good uh, natured ribbing of the morning show. Yes. Love those guys. They're all very talented. Mm -hmm. And I know Barbara Jean had my back the entire time. <laughs> or did she? Da, da, da. <laughs> Solar Stick, established in 2006. It's a local power Portable Power Company, proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. Solar Stick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. Solar Stick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing right here in the nation's oldest city. That's right. And Powell Heating and Air Conditioning, they are dedicated to customer service and they have been for the 36 years that they've been in business. And that is evident in everything that they do from the moment they answer your call until the time they leave your home. They are working to make you comfortable and confident about the care and service you receive from Powell. They have a fleet of 10 plus trucks, 15,000 square foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment, and they are ready to serve you around the clock. They never close. Their emergency service is always open. Open seven days a week, 24 hours a day, including nights, weekends, and holidays. They are our preferred heating and air conditioning company, Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. And we also love the team at South State Bank. They are a group of bankers that you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you are looking for a banking relationship that you can depend on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you in St. Augustine, State Road 312, State Road 16, and the beach. You can check out their website, southstatebank.com. They are a member FDIC. All right, and Abear Kresge & Associates, they're a full-service local CPA firm with a team of skilled professionals dedicated to providing top levels of service in the areas of tax compliance, planning for businesses, individuals, estates, and trusts. They can also do audits, reviews, and other accounting services. If you've got a business evaluation that you need or forensic analysis or even litigation support, Abear Kresge & Associates can do all those things. You can reach Bill and Ken at 904-460-0747 or online at abearkreskecpa.com. Great folks. I talked to Bill today. He's helping us with a nonprofit uh, that I'm involved in. Wonderful, wonderful folks. So They are great folks. They, they are. And we have to respond, Amanda, to the, before we introduce our guest to oh, the, the morning show. It's a mess. So, so apparently, uh, because the weather was inclement mm -hmm. yesterday, and the National Weather Service told everyone to stay off the roads, uh -huh. you are a mother of small children who uh -huh. needs you desperately. That is true. So we didn't want to risk anything happening to you. And then apparently <laughs> Davey has dogs. And yes. we, we could not risk Davy's dogs. No, absolutely not. Although when I called him to ask about the show, he was screaming. He didn't want to come in, and he was walking Toto. <laughs> lies. Yeah, all news. lies, all lies. <laughs> Davy was cool about it. But in our defense of the Mike Davis show, St. Augustine this evening, the last mm -hmm. two times we have tried to broadcast mm -hmm. during inclement weather, yes, we have been knocked off the air. For sure. It has threatened the survivability of the 904 now. Mm -hmm. So we didn't want to risk it for everyone's sake. Morning show, afternoon show, everybody. Uh, we didn't want to be on air while something exploded or um, lightning struck. It's it's too big of a risk. The last time the Dobbs demon knocked out a piece of essential equipment and mm -hmm. everyone got the day off the next day. Yes. So we took one for the team yesterday mm -hmm. In not coming in, I was fully yep. prepared to do the show, looking forward to yep. hearing Davey's comments about the Golden Globes and one Miss mm -hmm. Taylor Swift. Yes. I'm crushed that I didn't get to hear those comments from Davey, and we'll I'll have, have to, to wait, wait a week. week. But just so the morning show could come on this morning without any interruptions, mm -hmm. we stayed home. And yes. we just want respect for that. That's all I we know. want from the morning show is some respect for looking out for them. Help us help you. That's, That's what it. we're trying to do. Yeah, we understand. You know, you guys are the big draw on this network. We're trying to keep you on the air. 
my goodness, mm-hmm. the things we do for our friends. Like Rodney Dangerfield. I know, get no I get respect. no respect, <laughs> none, no respect. All right, uh, someone who deserves a lot of respect yes. is a County Commission District 3 candidate, Clay Murphy. Mm-hmm. Clay, welcome to the show. Thank you, brother. I yeah. appreciate it. It's good to have um, you on. You and I have known each other for some time. Yes, we and, have. Uh, a lot of respect for you and for your family. Thank you, um, Our boys had a lot of good sporting contests against one another they back sure in the day. Did. Back and, in the day. Uh, and yes. now grandchildren. Yeah. Um, well, amazing. my grandchildren aren't there yet, but we're working on them. So. I've got uh, 21, 14, 12, and 16 months. Grandchildren. Nice. Grand, grandsons, yeah. Grandsons. Yeah. Well, you've got me beat because I'm at uh, five months. That's pretty good. Though. I got I got a ways to go. He's gonna have to <laughs> I got a chance up. to spend some time with my with the youngest one today and God, they're so sweet. You just wanna just just oh, yeah. pinch your little cheeks and eat them up. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a blessing. Yeah, no offense yeah. to our kids, but they're a lot more fun than the kids. They are a lot more fun. You know, I was listening <laughs> I was listening to the show today and, and this morning and boy they uh they were they were they they were they were pretty rough on you. They That's okay. Uh, we we are tough enough to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are not. We're not going to name yeah. names, Troy Blevins. Um, yeah. But we've we've all had a lot. There's an elephant in the room that we've yet to address that we can see now that yes. you guys are both on there mm-hmm. on the screen. Are we okay? Good. Yeah. Oh, okay. You turn around. Oh yes. We have new art. New artwork. You still don't know who did that. I don't know who did it. But thank you. I yes. appreciate it. That's uh, nice. That's nice. There's That's actually nice. one other surprise for you the next mm-hmm. time I go away. I saw it already. Did you see that? It's in are, the file. Are you happy with that one as <laughs> that well? That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So, so the one for when he goes away is um, the, it's really big and you can't see Mike Davis's name at all. So, you know, it's <laughs> well, probably some of the most successful shows of the year. Those well, guys yeah. taking care of you. They they are, they're all they taking are. care of you. It's good. No, no, no. They're very good. Uh, Blake yeah. did all of that. Oh, Blake's and amazing. Blake was very proud of all of that. He showed it to me last week. I thought it looked awesome. It looked really, really cool. The boys are probably sick of me sticking tape all over the TV and them having to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a tendency to make messes, so they, they fixed it, so I don't have to do it anymore. And then we, <laughs> we were Love applauding it. Blake for finding the same color blue on the tape as the wall. Yeah. Yeah, we thought that was that's awesome, nice. Blake. Well done. That okay. is talent. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's talent. Not a lot of people can do that, but Blake yep. managed to. Yep. Good job, Blake. So we we're good. Uh, you're visiting us um, for good and bad reasons. Oh, no. Uh, you're running yes. for office, and that's a good and that's a bad thing. That's a good thing. and a bad thing. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, As someone who has run for office, I can tell you it's a good and a bad thing. So yeah. I am glad you are running. Um, I think that's great. Thank um, you. Uh, I was at a meeting the other day about a, a proposed um Workforce Housing PUD, and it was brutal. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the things that I'm learning uh, in this world of politics is you got to listen to the people. The people, mm-hmm. the people are, that's the main business. And, you know, that's one of the challenges we have in politics today is keeping the main business the main business. And that's take care of people. So, what's the, What were the main comments coming out of that meeting about uh, workforce ab- housing? No. No. Not here, not in my neighborhood, not here. Um, really? Not until the roads are done. Uh, the biggest challenge that most of the people had was the infrastructure in and out. Um, they feel, from what they're telling me, they feel like uh, we are saturated and we need to do something with the roads first. So is this a development north of Wolgolf Village or south no, of Wolgolf no, Village? No, it's, it's, in, it's in District 3. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's a great co- uh, concept. Uh, workforce housing, we need it. We need it desperately in this mm-hmm. county. Uh, the challenge is that, just like these neighbors are talking about, I, I, I polled, you know, uh, probably seventy percent of them, and every single one of them was against this development. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it, you, you can't you can't argue when you know two hundred people show up and one hundred ninety nine and a half are against a project. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but workforce housing is important. We have to find ways to do it. Um, but uh, infrastructure is important. We've got to build roads. Mm-hmm. We we need roads. Well, we've had a, a rapid increase in residents in the last four years. Um, yeah, co- COVID was a major player in it, that. It, it, it shifted the it shifted um, uh, the demographics all over the country. There's there's no uh, there's no argument about COVID played a huge part in the explosive growth in St. Johns County. Uh, so now the question is, how do we respond to that? So mm-hmm. that's next. Yeah, and there's I have the data. Jesse Spradley at the um, Northeast Florida Builders Council always sends me the permit data. And it's really pretty amazing when you look at the numbers. And we had such a huge spike 
in 21 and, and 22, it started to come down, but it was unbelievable um, the number of building permits. I think we, you know, on yeah. average, we might have had six or 7,000 uh, permits. Yeah. Um, but yeah. now it's, it's crazy what it is. So I'm kind of, you know, I don't have a building in uh, or a background in building. My background was in law enforcement, and then, you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, a restaurateur. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't really, you know, there's a huge anti-development push in this county right now, and I'm not riding that wagon, and I'll tell you why. Um, you know, 15 years ago when the bubble hit in 2008, there was a, there was a huge uh, need, a huge cry for, for building. Building is was the economic, the leg of the economic stool that, that really got us to where we are today. Mm-hmm. And so to point the finger at, at one thing and say, well, you know, you're the devil, um, I think is, uh, I think is misguided. I think what we really need to do is take a look at, at, uh, at why it happened, you know, how we got where we are, where we're overgrown. Uh, the roads are not keeping up. Uh, we're uh, clear-cutting land. Uh, there's so many issues that we have to deal with, uh, but I think that we need to deal with it honestly and not emotionally, and we need to, uh, and that's probably going to be a very controversial statement, and I really hope it is because we really need to talk about the fact that uh, that we need solutions. We don't need uh, emotions to, to, to mm-hmm. the issues that we have here in St. John's County. So to kind of give you a, a long history of that, um, 2005, there were 4,600 single-family permits in St. John's County. Um, that dropped in, in 2009, uh, 9-10. It dropped down to 1,100. Yeah. Right? So, it dropped. Huge drop. Huge drop. Stayed in the, in the 2,000, give or take, uh, one year, I think 2013, went up to almost 2,700. Could have been an impact fee increase somewhere yeah. in there. That drove that, right? Um, but to give you an example, 2018 was was 4,400 permits. 2019 was was 4,100 permits in St. John's County. 5,000 in 2020, okay? Yeah. 6,200 in 2021. Again, 5,400 and then 5,100. So it, it it's kind of been about the same, but it, I think it's just been the influx and, the, and how fast yeah. some of this stuff has gone and how much of the – how much – I, I I see a lot more apartments and multifamily than I've seen before in St. John's County, especially the northern part of the county. And that's another one of the challenges that we have is that the infrastructure needs to be there first. Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed to to smart development. We we are going to need growth. Um, When I look at at the effects of of, – of the building industry period. So, so here's the thing. There's probably a three leg stool for the economic health of St. John's County. There's tourism, there's industry for jobs, and then there's building. Uh, we have relied and allowed building to become the dominant, um, economic driver in the County right now. Uh, and that's, and we're, we're just out of balance. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to slow the growth. Uh, we've got to put the brakes on it. Uh, I think we're in a unique position now to where, as a county, we can now go back and say we're not in the same position we were 15 years ago where we depended desperately on building for uh, for our economic health. Uh, I think we're in a lot better place now. So what can we do to replace the fact that we need to slow the, the, the building down a little bit with the industry part and the tourism part? And then, um, and then probably, I don't know, just as important – uh, is uh, uh, we can now as a county go to developers and say, look, we're going to demand more from you. We're going to demand, um, and maybe demand's not not a good word, uh, but maybe it is. Uh, you know, to take another look at the housing developments that you're projecting to build in the future, and how can we fit things that people are going to agree with? Uh, bigger buffers, uh, a lack of of um, of clear cutting, uh, clear cutting is not a developer issue. It's it's deeper than that. But let's go to the roots of that and find out why developers feel like they're forced to clear cut to build houses because they are they're they're mm-hmm. they're forced to do that. So let's go and find out why they're forced to do that. And so let's change it at the root level and not at, at the emotional level by pointing the finger at uh, at a boogeyman uh, about well, that. Almost everyone that is here, including my families. Came to St. John's County at some point in time, right? I mean, I, I, yeah, I, mine too. I, I, 
I, I get as someone who, and yes, I'm in the building industry. We don't do production housing. We do a lot of commercial work. We do a lot of historic renovation. Yeah. Very few residential projects. Um, when I when I look at that, right, and I hear people say, well, you shouldn't better, we got to stop this. I'm like, well, what year did you move here? Because if we'd stopped it the year before you got here, you wouldn't be a part of this discussion. Yeah. And and some of us might be like, wow, we never had this problem. Yeah. So I, I get it. Don't move here. And then immediately begin saying we should change this. Close this, the doors. This. Yeah, don't. That yeah. that is the most frustrating one to me of all the opinions. Well, here's the thing, though. We've got over fifty thousand houses that have already been approved to be built mm-hmm. in St. John's County. They're already in the books. They've already been voted on. They've already uh, they've already been approved. I think for us now, as the citizens of St. John's County, who are clearly saying they want to slow, rampant, out of control growth, I think we have a unique position. We're in a unique position right now uh, to demand a little more. Uh, mm-hmm. I think environmentalists working together with uh, with uh, with developers to come up with a community that everybody can live with. I think I think we should be able to to put our foot down and say that's what that's what we want. That's what we need, and that's what we should have. Yeah, and I, and I think that's part of our our problem today. And it, it's at local politics, and it's at state politics, and it's at the national level uh, in in a really bad way is instead of sitting down and looking at problems and trying to fix them, everybody wants to make a boogeyman out of somebody else, wants to blame someone else for it, right? Let's, let's when, deal when with it, the when issues. It, when in St. John's County, if you moved here in the last 10 years and you're pointing at someone else for causing growth problems, yeah. there's something in your house called a mirror. Look, you're people, a part of it. People want to move here because it's an amazing place to live. Yes. I discovered it over 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, my wife and I uh, will have been in our house uh, uh Next month, 30 years we've been in, in our home. Uh, but I understand people's desire to come here. I really do. And I think it's important for us to stop and think about what we want St. John's County to look like in 15 years. There's so many issues to deal with, uh, but that's the biggest one. I'm, I'm traveling all over the county. I'm talking to uh, everybody that I can mm-hmm. that will talk to me about it. And that's my first question is, you know, what do you want your government to know? Uh, and almost to the man or woman, they say, uh, growth is too fast. We're, we're too big. We don't have the roads. We don't have the infrastructure, and and uh, and we need to do something there. So uh, when everybody that I talk to is saying that, then we need to listen to that, and we need to start working on that. All right. Before I ask you why you're running, you mentioned you moved here 30 years ago, but you're really a native to this area. You, you yeah. Well, to a certain degree. Uh, you you well, were I, in Palatka. I remember, I grew up in Palatka. I remember getting, as a 16-year-old, getting run off the beach by Jimmy Russo. Uh, telling, you too? Yes. You also? Me too. Man, we're in a club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he uh, he used to he used to run us off the beach, and he would follow us all the way to DuPont Center to make sure that we headed back to Putnam County back, back in the day. But that was, uh, but, uh, but if yeah. You, if I've, you were a I've kid that grew up in the 70s and the 80s. Yeah. That's a name that still kind of makes you. Just, it does. Yeah. It does. Uh, 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 I do a good Jimmy Russo impersonation, but I, but I, I won't do it now. But he yeah. was uh, he was a good guy. When I came back as a trooper here in '91, I got a chance to work with him. Uh, uh, sweetheart of a guy, and by happenstance, I married into the family. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't marry my daughter. Married uh, Richie Irvin, which is mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy was his uncle. So uh, um, a great great family. A great. Great lovers of St. John's County. Uh, grew up in Palaka. I was the first graduating class of the Palaka High School Panthers mm-hmm. 45 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when my dad went to his 45th class reunion, I thought, man, you're old. And, yes. Uh, and, here, and here I am. So, so. Oh, no, I, I, I remember that. Mom and dad were, I think, their 30th or just 30th, 35th or something, and they, they didn't come home. Right, they were out with all their friends. <laughs> and in St. Augustine back in 1983 or 4, when that happened, it must have been 84, it's 35th. Yeah. And um, you know, I knew there was two places they might be. One was the hospital, and the, and the other was the Village Inn. Oh, the Village so, Inn. So I went yeah. to the Village Inn, and they were all there with their friends. And I looked at him. I said, your curfew was Excuse 45 me. minutes ago. <laughs> Excuse me, mom and, and dad. you young people, when you come home, we'll be talking about this. You're yeah. both grounded, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you're both And bad. I just walk. All their friends were laughing. I'm like, you could have called, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe the rule is if <laughs> you're going to be late, call. you got to call. And this was before cell phones, right? You had to find oh, a phone gosh. and make so a phone I remember call. trying I that like, with gosh. my dad. And he just looked at me and said, don't tell granddaddy what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes, sir. So I had both of them. They're like, how did you find us? I said, well, like I said, two places. Yeah, two places. You're going to be one of two places at that point in time. If if they had gotten in trouble, 
uh, somebody from the police department would have called. Did, did they'd you, have called. They'd have called me. They'd have said, hey, by the way, your they'd parents are here. Yes, I remember getting run in. Not that to, my parents uh, ever got in trouble. I remember getting run into the police station in the mid-70s. Um, but that's a story for another, for another yeah. show. But, um, so how did you get to Palatka? How did your family end up? Well, in my Palatka? daddy was a JCPenney manager, so we, uh, we transferred all over. Um, I'm the fourth of five kids, and we were all born, um, you know, Lakeland, Panama City. I was born in Middlesbrough, Kentucky. My sister was born in Cedartown, Georgia. Then we moved to Tupelo, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and went to Elvis Presley Park when I was a kid. That was so cool. Uh, but we moved to Palatka in 1971 when, when my daddy got the, J, the, the store here in Palatka, and he stayed until he retired. Um, but, uh, you know, I started in law enforcement in the 70s uh, with, as a dispatcher for Walt Pellissier over in Putnam County, if yeah. you remember Walt Pellissier. Uh, went to the sheriff's office in Jacksonville as a, as a dispatcher and then joined the patrol as a trooper and did 26 years there. The first nine years and 16 days were in Miami, uh, but who's counting? You didn't so, mention hours and minutes. So. Well, I've got that too. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I came back in 1971, uh, I mean in 91, golly, the years are flying by, um, blessed uh, to transfer to St. Augustine and uh, met my wife four weeks later. Four weeks after I transferred, almost to the day, I walked into Sonny's and she waited on me. So uh, so Sonny's is a love affair for you, Tim. Oh, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's part of our DNA. Um, you know, Pammy started there as a cashier back in the 80s, mm-hmm. and now she's the franchisee. I, I, you know, we are, but you know, she is. She's yeah. the, she's the, um, she's the engine that drives that. That and because of her work ethic and because of her uh, passion for Sonny's, uh, we got an opportunity to buy in when I retired. So, mm-hmm. uh, retired in '08 from the patrol um, and bought a third of the company. And then uh, in '15, we bought our partners out, which was Sonny, the original Sonny, Sonny mm-hmm. Tillman. Uh, Sonny's has been a good friend of ours for a mm-hmm. long time, and he's still doing good. He's mm-hmm. 94, still doing good. But where was it? Was the original store in Gainesville? Yeah, right on, yeah. Uh, right on t- uh, 24 there, just mm-hmm. just south of the airport. So, wow. so it's really cool to be friends with Sonny Tillman because he is such a he is such a uh, an, a fascinating guy. He's a fascinating guy to talk to. Yeah. No, I, I, we had a lot of St. Augustine people that would go there before Gator games and, and you know after Gator games, and yeah. People come into Sonny's all the time and they say, man, I remember when I went to the University of Florida back in the day and we all had to go to Sonny's for all you can eat chicken. And he said one time Sonny came out and said, you're fixing to eat us out of business. Y'all need to slow down on eating all this chicken. (laughs) But uh, they've all got Sonny stories from from going to school there. And you have right now one one out on State Road 16. One store uh, looking to build a second. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's... uh, it's it's in the works. Uh, I'm not a, a building guy, so mm-hmm. uh, my challenge is trying to figure, trying to jump through all the hoops to get this done. So, uh, but we're working on it. Well, and that's the thing we kind of talked a little bit about building before. Um, there's this misconception that uh, as builders or developers, you walk into the county and you go, "I want to build a house," or "I want to do a subdivision of 300 homes," and the county just goes. Just let us know when you're done. Just let us know. And that is not how it goes. No, no. I mean, it is a um, lengthy process. It takes a long time. Um, we're we're working on getting a drive-through uh, at the one out uh, out by the interstate. Yes. And it has been such a uh, such a long process. We're now going to where we sit down with the county and with the different departments, and they tell us what all you have to do mm-hmm. just to put a drive-through in. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but I, re- I respect the process. Uh, the building department here and, you know, the fire department here has been wonderful to us over the years. And so uh, no complaints. But uh, Howard Wright ones runs one of the best building departments in the state, if not the best building department in the state. Yeah. Um, during COVID, they stayed open. Yeah. They kept issuing permits. They kept doing inspections. There were building departments in South Florida that would not review plans. So people were trying to go to work, trying to put people to work, trying to, to keep food on the table. Would not review plans and would not do inspections. And yeah. basically left their communities kind of high. Howard White and his staff do an absolutely wonderful job. We are job. so blessed to have an amazing building department. And if I had a magic wand, I would go in there and change absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's great. Fire department, um, they're they're doing a good job. They've had some ups and downs over the last four. More in plan review than anything else. And, and I know a lot of the folks over there, um, they're good people. I think yeah. at times they got overwhelmed by just the, the volume of, of yeah, growth. Yeah, we, we work good with the fire department. We actually got plans for the US-1 location mm-hmm. to 
to remodel it. We went through the the permitting process yep. and, and got permits for it. Uh, the fire the the fire department was amazing to work mm-hmm. to work with. They they were probably the toughest of the bunch, but you yeah. know I I really want uh, I want these plans to be right. I want mm-hmm. them to do it right. So. Yeah, and I've I've worked in a lot of other municipalities. St. John's County is the best one to work in. It's not always the easiest one, um, but in my mind, if you have your stuff together and you know what's required and you turn that in, they're the most efficient. Yeah, I, I've I'm in relationship with guys and girls and ladies that were um, that have built Sunnies all over the southeast, mm-hmm. and they're envious of St. John's County. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I mean, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, we're no, really no, happy no, to be no. here. And and I, and I think that you know the the problem with the the overall development is is really the civil side of it, right? It's it's all of those things that that go into um, it's the roads, it's the um, it, it's the water retention, it's all of the the amount of time someone comes to us with a commercial project and they're like, well, I'd like to build this in six months. Well, it'll take six to nine months to get through that side of the permitting. Just the civil part. Yeah, just the yeah. civil part. I mean, yeah. that, and that's the people look at me like, I, I'm no, that's how long we're going to be well, talking about this. It's important. We have to worry about drainage. We mm-hmm. have to worry about roads. Uh, and, you know, I think we've, you know, I, I've been critical um, of past commissions and probably unfairly because they were dealing with what they had to deal with at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did the best they could with what they had and the information that they had. Uh, today, I think the situation's differently. I think we have a different focus or should have a different focus uh, when, when it comes to building. Um, uh, we have outrun our coverage and we need to uh, and we need to backtrack and we need to build some streets. So you bring a unique kind of perspective um, to your run. You, you've been in law enforcement for a long time. You've been a, a business owner for a long time. How do you think that helps or hurts you as a, as a county commission candidate? Well, I spent 26 years of my life dealing with uh, emergency situations. Uh, whatever came up, whether it was, uh, you know, a bad guy or a bad girl or situation or a bad wreck or having to make notification. Anytime I, 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 you learn to deal with, with high-stress situations. And so uh, I think that's one of my strengths is being able to come into a high stress situation and see the 30,000 foot view and be able to put pieces into place uh, to, to get things done. Uh, one of the lessons that I learned in business is, um, and this was, a, this was a very hard lesson. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll try to be quick. Uh, I ended up calling my troop commander back after I'd been retired about five years and apologized to him. I said, Major uh, Major Gene Gracie, what a wonderful guy. I said, I'm sorry. I said, I had no clue uh, about a lot of things when I was a, a young a young trooper running around the streets. You know, I thought that when they sent an edict down from Tallahassee, you know, the lightning bolt, you know, you got to go do this. And I thought, boy, that just doesn't make any sense. And it wasn't until I was an employer myself with over 100 employees, that uh, I realized that there was so much more information that goes into making those decisions that affect my employees that I have to consider as a as a business owner uh, that I didn't have to consider when I was just a, an employee. And it really, really, uh, 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 I grew up a lot uh, ha- having to do that. And did, so, did he chuckle or laugh a little bit? At oh, that? he sure did. He <laughs> said, "Boy, he he said I was a real pain in the behind." So, uh, <laughs> but we're great friends now. Uh, but. Um, and we were in. He, he was a great boss then, but uh, but I really learned. Uh, um, you know, this job is literally about dealing with with people. You know, you could you can you can melt it all down to as a county commissioner, we're supposed mm-hmm. to be taking care of people, and it doesn't matter whether they're in your district or whether they're in your your party or whether they're in your club. Uh, they're people that live here in St. Johns County, and that's our job. Hopefully, it'll be my job next year to take care of people and their needs. And it can be anything from, um, you know, the people aren't picking up the garbage out in front of this guy's house, which I talked to a guy with today. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I dro- I'm driving all over the county, and I said, what's important? He says, I can't get my garbage picked up. And I said, well, I was at the meeting a couple months ago when they, you know, they're changing vendors. So, you know, let, let me see what I can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what I can do yet. but. Yeah. But uh, but that's the important thing is we need to be available. We need to answer the phone. We need to answer the emails, and we need to take care of people. Well, and you mentioned one thing, and it's not, I, I, and I think you're on board with it. But it's it's not just all those different people. It's the people that that maybe support you and vote for you, and they don't. Once you're an elected official, you represent them. You all. represent them all. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, you know, um, I was I, I actually got I got jumped at a meeting the other day. You know, wh- where do you stand on this? Well, you know, I don't know. I, I really want to listen to what they have to say before I make a decision. Well, you're not for this. And I'm like, whoo, here it comes. I said, well, no, I, I really want to listen to the facts first. And and I was we did share the same opinion when it was over with mm-hmm. and that we were able to have a great discussion about it when it when the when the meeting was over. I said, but until I get the facts, uh I refuse to to rush in uh, because uh, because my emotions are are tickled by by an event. Uh, we've got to get the facts. We've got to f- really figure out what's really going on here, and let's find valuable solutions that can apply to the situations that we have. Instead of, uh, I I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm not a politician, so I'm gonna do it anyway. And in. In Washington, they'll bring a $500 billion bill to the floor, and it'll have one little tiny part in it about the military, and the rest of it is crap. So when you vote it down, they say, oh, you obviously don't like the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's untruth. That's a lie. It's a, it's a bunch of hogwash, and I'm not going to fall for it, and I'm going to look at the whole thing, and we're going to do what's right for St. John's County and not the feel-good stuff. The feel-good stuff's important, but it's got to make sense for St. John's County. And if it doesn't, you can't support it. So if you're elected, what are some of your goals? What are some of the things you'd like to work on? We're talking a little bit about growth, but what else is out there? Well, so Paul Waldron was a friend of mine. And uh, we we were actually in business together. He was mm-hmm. he was my landlord for the entire time I was in Sunny's. He was my landlord up until the day... He passed, as a matter of fact. Um, we would have conversations, and I would tell him, you know, I, I really love to run for county commissioner when you're done. Uh, I would never run against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but when you're done, I'd love to. And I, and I would ask him, what's important to you? Uh, the things that were really, really important to Paul were, were, were parks. Uh, he felt like uh, boat ramps and parks where people have an opportunity to enjoy what we have here is very important to him. But there was another thing that, that really piqued my interest Um you know, Paul Paul Waldron was he was a he he was the he was our champion. He was literally the taxpayers' champion. Uh, he was a great county commissioner. But he had a thing about you know when when developers would come back and say, okay, we got this approved ten years ago. We we want to change this. If you let us do this, we'll 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 do that. And there was never any follow up to that. Mm-hmm. Who was following up to make sure that they? Uh, went through with what they promised to do to get concessions on something that, are, that are to be changed. And that was a big priority for Paul. And so it's going to be a big priority for me is that we hold people accountable, like State Road 16. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is say State Road 16 west of I-95 um, is a, um, it's a tragedy the way they've allowed uh, the building to go on without the roads to be done first. The roads should have been done first, and they weren't. And uh, and I, I applaud this commission for holding those developers to to the fire when it comes to doing what they agreed to do mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago. That, I was very, very proud of them when they did that. Well, I think there's a lot of developers that wish they'd done the roads first now based on what the roads cost today versus what they cost 10 uh, years COVID ago. COVID has changed how we do business Anyway, it, for me, um, you know, our plan, our grand scheme was on the sunny side mm-hmm. was to to purchase the property from the Waldrons at 16 and remodel and then go do it at US-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID completely destroyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, when costs, you know, construction costs go from you know, $600,000 for a total remodel to, you know, $1.8 million for the same thing, it's, it, it's it, I don't know how people survive we we hung on by our fingernails. I mean, we're mm-hmm. blessed. We're blessed today, but that was a tough time for everybody. So now, if you were running a business back, there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, we're making a lot of decisions without a lot of good information. Yeah, um, there was a lot of nervousness uh, all throughout. Clients, workers, subcontractors, suppliers, everybody was dealing with it. Yeah, um, and then when it finally started going back, you know, kind of picking back up, you're like, well, wait a minute, prices are skyrocketing, and I can't find anybody to come in and work. Right. I, I, it was quite an interesting. Pam and I literally for two years before the U.S. one store closed, we probably worked uh, 12 hour days, uh, six, six, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. It was just like when we remodeled 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were only supposed to be closed for five days, but that turned into 37 days. So we literally worked 16 
hours a day, seven days a week mm-hmm. until that project got open. It was the same thing. You know, I would come to work in the mornings and, you know, if I didn't have a dishwasher, I was the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. You, know, I t- you know, I tell everybody, you know, when I meet them, hey, how you doing? Oh, you work at Sundays. What do you do? I'm the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, nine times out of ten, that's what I did. Yeah. I was the prep guy. I was a dishwasher. I was the busser, you know, uh, whatever you have to do in a business. And I, I'm going to bring that same kind of devotion to the uh, to the county commission. You know, whatever needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I know it's technically a part-time job, but for me, it's not going to – it's never going to be a part-time job. It's going to be a full-time job starting mm-hmm. out of the gate. Yeah. Now, Amanda, you got questions? Um, so I'm just looking over your your website here, and I want to show everybody your beautiful family. So oh, it you. looks like your grandsons. You told us the age of all of your grandsons. I think that was before we went on the air. So you have three sons. I have two sons and a daughter. Okay. I think that's my daughter in the red. In the Alicia. red. All right. Yep. She's married to Richie Irvin. Uh, his daddy uh, is was uh, Dickie Irvin. Dickie, uh, yep. you, you, mm-hmm. you remember him? I do. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a story for another time about how he was the reason we didn't know him, and we didn't know that our kids were going to be married one day. That he was the reason why we how we got into our home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a long story, but uh, beautiful family. I'm so blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, everybody lives right here in St. Giles County, except for my oldest grandson, Brock. Brock's going to school in Orlando. He's uh, he's a brilliant kid. Yeah. Um, uh, graphic design at uh, UCF. Uh, but I'm proud of all my children and outlaws and in-laws and uh, <laughs> uh, really blessed. So your website is claymurphyforstjohns.com. And can people, they can learn more about you here? Can they sign up to volunteer for your campaign here? They can. Uh, okay. They could just click the donate button and okay. they are more than happy to donate if they want to see, uh, if they if they believe in what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important, but there's uh, there's also a place to volunteer on there. Uh, okay. uh, yard signs. I see um, the donate button on that header. Yep. And we can contact you for any questions, anybody that has any, any follow-ups. I answer my own emails and uh, the the campaign phone's usually in my pocket. So okay, um, fantastic. And, I just uh, want everybody to know where they can learn more about you and where they can give money, where they can help out. Well, I really appreciate that, yep. uh, and I appreciate the the time on here. I know that um, that that your time is valuable, and I really appreciate it. Well, I feel like I, one of the things that I kind of a message out to those that that watch and follow is we're going to have a lot of candidates that are going to be on. Um, we want them to come on. There's not a lot of venues uh, for you to, to, to touch people today. And one of the things that always uh, frustrated me is someone said, well, I never, I never get to know the candidates. Well, all you got to do is go to any number of events. Now, COVID shut that down. And yeah. so for those couple of years. Now, we're back now. But there's all kinds of political events. There's all kinds of rallies. There's all kinds of places. You were at Jimmy Jam this weekend. If you pay attention, those candidates are out there. If you want to meet with somebody, all you have to do is call them. If you have a question, email them. There's so many ways that you can get in touch with a candidate today. So when you say nobody tried, believe me, they're trying to meet you right (laughs) now between now and the primary. And they're doing their darndest to do that. And if you want to know who they are, now's the time. I'll go anywhere and talk to anybody. I'll sit down and talk to anybody regardless of what it is. You know, I've I've had people already criticize me because they don't know where I stand on things. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, there's there's two things that I would say to that. One is all you have to do is ask me, and I'll tell you. I, I don't I don't have the good sense to shut up half the time. Just ask my wife; she'll tell you. <laughs> um, but the second thing is is that one of the things that my dear sweet campaign advisor um, told me when we started this thing, she goes, "Don't give yourself away too soon. You know, wait till this thing kind of matures in, and let your ideas be your own ideas, mm-hmm. and not." get them out so soon so that they become everybody else's ideas too. Uh, And it made a lot of sense to me. So a lot of times uh, my job is to listen. And if you want to know how I feel, ask, because I'll, I'll meet with you. I'll talk to you. I'll I'll answer the phone, you know, whatever you need. We do have a burning question from the audience. A Um, huge burning question. Bobby wants to know if the salad bar is ever coming back to Sunny's. (laughs) (laughs) I fought, I fought tooth and nail to save, this, the salad bars. I even asked them if we could have a salad bar at the downtown location and and do away with it at the interstate location, and 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 it was shot down. Uh, yeah. I will tell you that um, I, we, we were told that the salad bars wouldn't come back unless there was a huge outcry, and there is becoming a groundswell <laughs> yeah. of supporters for the salad bar. And I'll tell you, I still have the salad bar in storage, so. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'm not going to tell you to contact Sonny'sBBQ.com and say bring the salad bar back. But if there was a groundswell, we're mm-hmm. ready. We're right. ready. So, so, Bobby, if you want it back, you got some work to do. You got some work to do. Call me and I'll, well, yes. no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and, Bobby, forget where you got that information forget about where it. Forget where you content. heard that. Yes. That did not happen. No. I, I, can, I can hear Pam right now going, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> uh, listen, I, 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 as someone who, I, I like a salad too, right? But when I go to Sonny's, I want other than a salad. I'm a, so, when you guys got rid of salad, I was really proud of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we really have good salads out there. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I'll tell you, for me, it's it's sliced pork. You get sliced pork thin. That's the filet mignon of the hog, and that's it for me. So yeah. I love it. No, I, I think that is. Um, I think that's. Sunny's has always had great food. It's always had great people. Whether it's US One Store or the one at Sixteen, it, yeah. you guys have always done a really really good job. Oh, we've got great competition in this town. We've got some great people doing some great barbecue here, mm-hmm. and we're not we're not afraid of that. Uh, I actually embrace it. You know, I'm, I'm of the beliefs that a rising tide raises all ships. Yes, uh, and if we're um, if we're in competition with each other, that means that we're doing our best. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I've been known to sneak out to the river a time or two. Don't tell nobody. So, <laughs> well, and I, I look at that. And people at me are you in competition with other builders? Like, no. There's things I can't do. Right. Yeah. I mean, if everybody that came to town wanted barbecue, had to go to Sunny's. You guys would be dead in two days, right? You, you would you would wear yourselves out with the line. Yeah, we've been really blessed. This yeah. community has supported us in mm-hmm. so many ways. Now we've been blessed to be able to give back. Uh, a lot over yep. the years, um, but the community has really uh, made us who we are. Be- mm-hmm. Being able to move from uh, a public service job like when uh, the highway patrol into a service industry job uh, has been a real blessing for me. It really has. All right. So, uh, jokingly, first day that you're at Sunny's, that you reached for your your service piece, and you're like, "I'm I'm in private sector. I can't." <laughs> I'm in private sector. I, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't help you. So uh, now, I, did, I, I had that had to have been quite the change to go from being out on the road, yeah. eating at, at places like Sunny's all the time, and thinking this is how I would run it if I ran it. And then all of a sudden, and you're I'll behind the right. counter and you're running it. Well, when they let you out from behind the dishwashing. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, the biggest challenge for me was the adrenaline issue. You know, mm-hmm. I went from. Um, you know, being a trooper, and then I was a pilot, I was the pilot for the patrol for about five years. Mm-hmm. So I was flying airplanes, and then I went back onto the motors, and I rode a motorcycle, a police motorcycle, for the last six years. And coming out of that, standing in the front door and shaking people's hands, I, I lasted about two months before I looked at my wife and I said, "I got to go turn some gas into noise, or, or I'm gonna go crazy." <laughs> so, but I've adjusted over the years. It's been about fifteen years now, and you know, being in my early sixties now, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of mellowed me a little bit. So. So of all the jobs in Sunny's, what's your favorite one? Of all the jobs that involve the restaurant. And why you're thinking, so my dad, we all grew up cleaning up job sites, right? Yeah. My grandfather owned the business. My dad grew up doing that. I, and you eventually kind of worked your way up. We could tell when my dad was frustrated at work because he would grab a broom and go clean and go the back clean. stairs at the office. And we'd all look at each other and go, who's he mad at? Uh-oh. Right? We don't know who he's mad at, but when he starts grabbing that broom, we're in trouble. So I, is there something that you do? You go, this is just I something. got to where I loved washing dishes because uh-huh. you could literally, you know, mentally pull the curtain closed oh, and yeah. go do your thing. And for me, it was a challenge because I wanted people to walk in and go, oh, Mr. Clay did those because they're clean. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to hold them. I wanted to raise that standard for for cleanliness because, you know, uh, there's only a few things you can really mess up in a, in a restaurant business. Mm-hmm. And, not, you know, not, not having your place clean, not having good food or not having good service. You know, there's three legs. And, mm-hmm. and if you mess one of those up, you're in trouble. So I wanted to challenge those guys. And when they came in and washed dishes, that it had to be as good or, or better than me. So, yeah. uh, so it was, you know, that, that was my favorite, I guess. Dishes at a commercial restaurant are a lot of fun. So you get that high pressure water hose and you that was rack the, them all up. That was up the funnest part. Through the machine the is so much fun. Yeah. It's messy and yeah, that's a good And, and listen, good spot. I would be in the office and I would hear one of my dishwashers and he'd go slam the door shut and I'd mm-hmm. go, oh, and I'd walk out there and I'd go, I'm sorry, baby. He didn't he didn't mean to slam me that hard. <laughs> he, he didn't mean to slam me that hard. And uh-huh. I'd give him a look like, take care of the machinery. Everything yeah. costs money in the restaurant. Well, also, if you break the machine, you're hand washing all these dishes. You want to do that? I don't and think I, so. And I'm paying for it, not <laughs> yeah. you. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's Andy who has uh, Anastasia Diner. Um, said he gets on the grill whenever things get bad. So now I know when I walk in, if Andy's grilling something, he's stressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
uh, there was a good group of guys out at the Jimmy Jam. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Ned came and uh, Andy Viola came out mm-hmm. and um, and his lovely bride. Uh, there was a lot of people out there that were doing um, a chowder um, testing. Then I saw them all huddled out in the back. I was on the I was on the I was on the trash crew. We were we were dumping trash. That was. Uh, it was funny. It was they were so trying funny. to prepare you if you're elected. They, 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 they were, <laughs> and the and the truth of that was is I was trying to keep up with the trash crew, and people would say, "Hey, hey, come over here, and you got to meet somebody." And I'm like, "I, I got to go dump trash. Yeah. I, I can't talk right now." And it was like, "Have them walk." It with was me. yeah, it was yes. a challenge, but uh, but the Jimmy Jam, what a what a what an event! Tim they raised over a hundred thousand dollars. They what I heard. netted over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I heard. I'm wow. so excited for those mm-hmm. guys. You know, Pammy and I. Uh, I can say that I won the very first Jimmy Jam mm-hmm. uh, contest, and we've been a small, very small part of of the Jimmy Jam every year. Yeah, uh, being sponsors now, and then um, you know we we help with judging for years until it's it's big time now. It's mm-hmm. this year was uh, KCBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas City Barbecue Association, and they had uh, it, they're they're top notch. They had seventy one teams, and they had a twenty six team waiting list to get into this thing. Biggest event uh, this side of the Mississippi, right here in St. Johns County. And the turnout, I mean, the turnout was amazing. Yeah. Even though it was rainy and oh, yeah. muddy, uh, I got a little mud on the, on the truck, but uh, it was a gr- it was a great great contest. Yeah, that, that's great a good event. day when you get mud on the truck. So I'm just going to butt in here. Bobby also mentioned that he wants you to tell him to keep the corn nuggets. But I'm going to tell you, Bobby, personally, just for me, that you can go to Sonny'sBarbecue.com. And if you <laughs> scroll all the way down, there's a little contact you button. So all the way down here, contact us. And then you can let them know all about the salad bar and the corn there nuggets. There you go. There all you go. And own. I didn't have it's anything right to do there. with it. I personally am letting you guys know that you can do that if you want to save the salad bar and the corn nuggets at Sunny's. Uh, corn nuggets are staying. They're, okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they're an amazing product. Uh, uh, we've been so blessed that, you know, generally situations like when you have a corporate office like this, there's, there's a little bit of disharmony. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've been so proud of, of uh, the corporate side and the job that they do trying to bring the best product to, uh, to the table that they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are sticklers about, you know, about, you know, you know, the brand and, and how we need to look and how we need to do things. But they put a lot of work into research, research and development. Yeah. And a lot of the, the items that, that they're selling, I really like. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, now, uh, you can also put in there about the bowls. Bring the bowls back. The bowls are amazing. Oh, yeah. I was so shocked when I, I, I didn't, I thought the bowls, I thought that was the dumbest thing mm-hmm. until I tasted a brisket bowl. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That was good. I, I was not a bowl person either at our house until my wife made one and handed it to me. I was like, okay, I got to okay. admit, these are all right. I get it. Same I thing with me. I was, I uh, it, it was the now. same thing. I was like, this is amazing. It was amazing. Well, so. I, I had a client that wanted to meet today and a friend that said, let's meet somewhere. Where do you want to go for lunch? And we went to a Thai restaurant. I've never been to a Thai restaurant before. It's like, you've never been to a Thai restaurant. I said, well, no. I well, how can you not go to a Thai? I said, well, first of all, I'm from the South. Right? If it's not grilled or fried. Right, you're kind of losing me or right smoked. there. Yeah. Right? I'm just there's ways that you cook food, and this is it. And the food was good. I, I enjoyed my meal. I will say that, but I, I can't say that I've ever had Thai. I, I just, it just, I like. I said I've never been. Well, how can you never have been? Because I'm not. Because and then, I'm from the same. And then uh, Darcy does not eat fish. She's like, well, you know, I haven't you had sushi before. I'm like, no, Darcy won't eat fish. Well, why won't she? Because she doesn't like that. I mean, you just there. I got to cook the fish outside. I'm not even allowed to cook mm-hmm. my fish inside the house. Same. I got to cook outside. Same rules in our house. Uh, you like got kicked rules. out of the house I don't, too? No, I don't like fish. So Louie got kicked out. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so Gavin is my one kid that likes fish. And so um, I, he and his dad will go out and they will cook fish. <laughs> I did a, a salmon. I'm inviting Louie and Gavin over to the house. Yeah. I did a salmon on the, on the Traeger and it turned out really good. Yeah. Yeah, because I've got some members of the family that when they come over, they're not they're not meat eaters, and I'm like, we have a vegetarian recovery center right you know yeah. right down the street in Sunny's, but <laughs> but I cook fish and and I was I was very pleasantly surprised the salmon yeah. turned out great. Awesome, my husband got a new grill for Christmas and it has um, this big rotisserie, and so he's done a lot of steak on the rotisserie, and that's been delicious. We've had lots of um, lots of rotisserie steak. Very seasoned, slow cooked on the rotisserie. It's very I, juicy. I just got something from the uh, 
uh, SCA, the state competition people. You know, they put competitions on all over the country. I won a, a competition last year at the National Barbecue and Grillers Association. Nice. Um, I won. I won a golden ticket to the to the to the finals. Um, I don't. It's right in the middle of. Um, Campaign season, so I don't think I'm going to be able to go, but I'm going to get my name on the back of a T-shirt that says yep. I was a golden ticket winner. So it was, it was it was pretty cool, and a much better one than the Willy Wonka golden yeah. ticket, much because it had better. meat involved yeah. in it. Yeah, For I sure. actually won a, a bedazzled cowboy hat, and I have to go uh, to San Antonio, Texas, and uh, and defend my crown. So my. All right. Might be dazzled. Suddenly, Davey is jealous. <laughs> Suddenly, Davey is I jealous. Think, I think I need to bring it to the show. <laughs> yeah, and you let better him bring wear that to the morning day. show sure. and yeah. show that to Davey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Davey can wear it. It's yeah. uh, uh, it's funny. It's it's so cheesy. It's such a cheesy um, rhinestone kind of fake rhinestone uh, cowboy hat that they that they do. But it's 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 a very. I mean, the NBBQA is worldwide, and guys come from all over the world. Uh, and compete and mm-hmm. and you know it's classes and stuff like that. But you know to win the hat is a very coveted prize, and the fact that I stumbled my way into winning that thing is a, is a real shocker. But um, uh, it, it's it's a cheesy hat, but yeah. everybody wants the hat. Yeah, everybody wants to win it. Who were the judges at Jimmy Jam? Did you say that the people out KCBS? Of they were official KCBS judges. Wow. Troy Blevins and, really did get fired. Yeah, yeah. Troy he got, got fired. demoted because he was a judge a few years ago. Was very very he proud sure of being a judge a yeah. few years ago. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I I did the judging class and I, I cooked a couple years for the judge for the judging class for the, for last year when they did FBA the Florida Barbecue Association did it last year. Yeah, but uh, Casey, my wife and I have been KCBS judges for about ten years, and it's a. Yeah professional organization and it's probably going to take jimmy jam i I don't know how you can get much bigger than it is but that's awesome uh, but i would love to see it go to the next level we've been talking about that for years so uh barbara jean uh, since you're commenting on davy's comment about the hat i just need to know did you have my back this morning were you quiet (laughs) did you defend me did you cheer them on over last night just curious barbara jean just let me know and i just i'm asking for a friend and her name is amanda so, yeah, so um, anything else you want to talk about? we got about five more minutes. Uh, there's there's uh, a plethora of things to talk about, um, but maybe you can just have me back. I, we'd love to have you back, yeah. right? And, and, again, I really feel like uh, that, that the 904 now, um, thanks to Pete and, and everyone else, does a great job of getting candidates on here. Um, because, I got a chance to go on the, on the early show. Yeah, that, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> Yeah, it, it's on his website. It, it, it's on his website. I'm not going to say it hurt my my political career. I'm just going to say that. No, I'm just teasing. This it was, is the it was recovery for the event. morning show. Uh, so if you're a candidate and you go on the recovery. morning show, this is where we do the recovery. The morning show recovery is here in the afternoon. <laughs> no, um, love you, Pete. No, th- those you, guys are great. Love they you, really do do an amazing job they because it's so hard right now. We really don't have a newspaper anymore. And you don't have a yeah, newspaper that anyone reads no anymore. There, there's no place out there for people to get information. Um, Pete um, does a great job. Uh, there's a lot of candidate interviews coming up later this year on the 904 now that'll all get dropped. And, yeah. you know, that's not an easy thing to do when you're a staff of Pete. Well, let me give him a, a warning. Um, mm-hmm. Davey asks really good questions. Mm-hmm. He 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 understands the issues, and he's not afraid to ask you the tough ones. Uh, I was expecting... Some real tough ones uh, today from you guys, uh, but Davey's a, he's a tough interviewer. He asks yeah. great questions, and I was really uh, pleasantly surprised by so that. So when we ask you, like, you know, what department do you want to cut from the county, you were worried about that one? Yeah, get the whole thing. Just yeah, get just, the whole thing. Yeah. Just, just not cut. a little bit, not a no, small cut, cut just thing. one entire department gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's uh it's not going to be parks because Paul Waldron told him not to. No, yeah. it's not going to be parks. <laughs> you know, I got a chance to go out to the uh, to the groundbreaking for the for the PAL uh, thing out, uh, mm-hmm. out on the dump. I just call it dump road. I've always called it dump road. It's going to be an amazing facility, and I was so proud of it. My son, my son-in-law Richie, uh, is on the board for PAL, and you know he's coached and and done all these things for his boys. You know, for years we've got you know thirty years of of coaching and doing all the things that we do in in St. John's County sports for these kids uh, between uh, his dad and me and now Richie and now Connor with the son. You know, he'll be, you know, in a few short years, he'll be doing it too. So um, 
uh, really, really proud of of that facility out there and how they're going to get uh, get something that's going to be top notch for our kids. Well, and we talked earlier about people moving in right into the community, and and I kind of hit them pretty hard about hey, part of the growth is the people that have moved in here, but you know, a lot of these new people volunteer. And the ones that volunteer, thank you for volunteering and getting involved in a positive way. Yeah. Right? Getting involved in throwing guys. rocks inside glass houses isn't positive, but getting involved in all these different um, organizations, whether it's a nonprofit, whether it's youth sports, whatever it happens to be, yeah. that's how you get to meet all your neighbors, and that's how you learn things. Well, I can tell you, I don't think we have enough time to, to discuss the biggest issues that I'm dealing with on, on the campaign trail. I can just tell you that you know, I've lived here a long time. I know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Some of the people that I know are developers. They mm-hmm. are, and they're good friends of mine. Um, one in particular that I get um, uh, that I get some pushback on uh, that was a major contributor to my, to my campaign uh, is one of the biggest, most generous people in the county. He, uh, gives more money away, uh, does more for uh, for our local charities, and uh, is a brother in Christ. And so when people try to criticize me about taking money from a developer, it it, it kind of, and maybe this is a good opportunity to say it. It kind of it kind of angers me a little bit because uh, my friend is a, is a great human being, mm-hmm. and and um, but when it comes to influence on the county commission, he has the same influences as the person who would never donate to me and is on the opposite party. Because if you're not people of character, mm-hmm. then you don't need to be on this board anyway. And if people think that I'm not a man of character, then don't support me. But if... Uh, well, and you're talking about Chris Shee, yeah. who who we do an end-of-the-year show. Chris was a recipient uh, of Chris and the Tringali Barn of our business of the year. Yeah. Um, because of what they did and how much they gave back, there... You know, people that um, that criticize Chris without recognizing uh, the the hundreds of thousands of, if not millions, millions of, dollars of dollars that Chris has given back yeah. to charities and has worked yeah. hard to do. You know, shame on you for that. Yeah. Because we, we, having lived here in St. Augustine, in one year, um, Chris is able to raise more money for charities out of things that he does than than people in St. Augustine when I was a kid could raise in 15 years. Yeah, and, in one year. And, and in one, one event. Year. In one event. So in hats event. off to him for doing yeah, that. No, uh, we yeah, worked I, together. I, just, I was the board chair for Alpha Omega for about 10 years in mm-hmm. Alpha Omega Miracle Home. And when he came on, on board, and uh, that's when we really got supercharged. Uh, I've got a lot of respect for him. Uh, but just to make the record clear, um, he has the same influence as, as you do. Mm-hmm. And... Or, or anybody else, uh, even though I have great respect for them. I have great, I have a lot of friends and great respect for a lot of people in this community, and uh, and they all get the same vote, uh, the same influence. Right. Website is once again? Clay Murphy for St. John's. Right. Amanda, anything else? I don't want to leave you out. <laughs> no, I'm here. Um, I'm here. I'm asking the questions that I think of. It's a slow day for me. I, I went to the dentist. So I'm sorry. I didn't have Davy-level questions for you today. Darn. But I'm happy that you're here. And if I come up with a question, I know where to find it on your website. I can scroll down to the bottom, and I can contact you there. Shoot and me an email, and I'll, and I'll respond just as quick as I can. Absolutely. My wife says I spend way too much time. Reading and answering emails, so I'm yep. like, but it's important. That's it is a, important. Yeah, you need to let her know that's part of the new yep. job. That's part yeah. of it. So. That's part of the job from now oh, until primary day, answering questions. Because if you don't, I mean, again, it's really difficult to get in touch. I mean, people have a hard time finding candidates. Yeah. That email, those those messages, being able to contact their boards, being able to, to watch shows like this is huge because if you don't have that, people don't know who they're voting for. Well, I, I've had people just call me up and say, hey, you know, what do you— what do you believe? And I said, well, let's go to breakfast or let's go to coffee and let's mm-hmm. go sit down and, and, and we'll sit across the table from each other. And I'd love to, I would love to do that with anybody that needs to. Bring so. a group. <laughs> yeah, get a whole bunch of one. Get orange. a whole bunch of yeah. one time. Bring <laughs> Don't four, work that way. Your friend. No, it never works. Out. It's yeah, always one It never one works that yeah. way. And it's yeah. I always like that. I always enjoyed those conversations. I enjoyed um, getting to know what people uh, wanted out of their government. Yeah. And you could have two or three neighbors that could have three views that were so, it's like, do you guys ever talk to each other? Because they're so opposed to one. One would be A is the only way. And the next one would be yeah. G is the only way. And then Z is the only and, way. And we just can't go forward um, um, 
divided like that. It, I, I'm trying to find a way, a good way. We're, we seem to be becoming polarized, even within the in, within the Republican Party. We're very, very polarized, mm-hmm. and we have to come together. We have to come together, not just for the county, but for the state and for the country. It is absolutely detrimental to uh, to the country yeah. where we are right now, where we might be headed in 2024, yeah. and arguing over. Some things that, to me, if you sat down and actually tried to, to reason them out and figure them out and come up with a plan to fix it, would most be a of whole us would be on the same me, page. A whole lot more productive. Well, let um, me tell you what it's like. It's like mm-hmm. being on a train going over the cliff and worrying about whether or not you got the right fork or spoon for your soup mm-hmm. as you, the train's going off the cliff. Let's worry about stopping the train from going off the cliff first before we worry about what soup spoon we're using. Yes. So, important issues. Yes. So. All right. Clay, thank you very much. We look forward to having you back. You, Mike. Good luck on the campaign trail, and uh, and we'll see you later. Appreciate we'll be it. back tomorrow night. The Blevins boys will be here. we mm-hmm. got trivia tomorrow night. We have a whole bunch oh, yeah. to talk about that we missed out. So, mm-hmm. yes. Busy day. Bye, guys. Busy day. Bye, guys.